morning, friends. We are coming to you live from a Sunday morning where we are both very tired. Welcome to the Marvelous Mrs. Maisie. This week, we are talking about the Avengers Age of Ultron. I have a few thoughts. Yeah, (laughs) you have a few (laughs) thoughts? I have a few thoughts. Namely, Tim and I watched this together with my parents. We watched it together with her parents, and if you think Maisie is confused about what's happening in these movies, die, have two people in their in their in their late fifties, early sixties, just like kind of, just kind of wander into forty minutes into the eleventh film in the franchise. <laughs> They offered us some pizza. My dad gave it a, out of a, uh, on a 10 point scale, he gave it a whopping. I fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> I did like getting a text. You know, you get a text during a movie and you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't check my phone. And then you look at the phone and it's a text from Maisie that just says, my dad is fully asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my mom kept her own though. It was great. No, it was good stuff. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron it was released in 2015. is the 11th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is the direct sequel to your favorite movie so far, as far as I'm, uh, uh, I'm concerned, the, the, the first Avengers film. It was also written and directed by Joss Whedon. Uh, may he rest, rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> he's still alive, but I hope he... Anyways, the this, this movie was uh, such a letdown. Okay, keep going. Yeah, no, that's a the, let's let's jump into it. I guess I guess uh, what were your expectations going forward? I remember we talked last week about what you thought Ultron was, and you thought it was Pepper, and thought it was not. like a a Pepper Potts, uh, Mark ninety four or whatever. Uh, and Pepper Potts is full ass not in this movie at all. Yeah, she's like straight up not in it. So straight up bummer for me and my ego. But um, this was like the first movie in a while where when I said I was watching it this week, people were like, oh, I'm sorry, which like they haven't done since like the like the whole movie, <laughs> like that first one. So so I, I my expectations were I tried to lessen them a little bit. But gosh, after the last Avengers and even after like really getting into it with Guardians of the Galaxy, this was such a damn letdown. It yeah, was so, no, they, uh... it was so bad. Wholly agreed. I think that this is uh, a movie that I do not rewatch often because it's just kind of, it's just kind of, it's a little boring. It just kind of meanders. It's, yeah. it's, and it, and it, and it doesn't hit those, those exciting good points. I don't know. They didn't recapture the magic. Joss Whedon did not recapture the magic. The magic the just wasn't there. The magic. Okay. So I will say that it certainly like moved the Marvel Cinematic universe plot forward yeah love vision vision is like uh what what a like lovely superhero to have in my (laughs) life at this point that's so good because i was worried i remember i know because i knew about vision i knew about vision in the comics and so when the there was rumblings about paul bettany like actually physically acting in this and i was Mm -hmm. like oh they're doing vision that's pretty cool um and i was but to like to like a non-comic eye just just three quarters of the way through this movie some magenta yeah like goofy ass looking robot man and and i'm so glad that you that you glommed onto it and we're like yeah no sure yeah Yeah, no fine i'm on board (laughs) 
I'm on board no, I just like, well, first of all, I was telling you this during the movie, and I'll say it again that it looks the same. It's the same as Red Skull. Like, the face is like just <laughs> like this, this evil side of red and the warm, warm, like Tony Robbins side of red. The Tony Robbins <laughs> side of red. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, it's it's the red, reddish hued face people. He's less gaunt. He's less intentionally scary, but. Yeah. That is, I'm not, I'm not going to take that away from you. That's, a, that's, yeah. hey, you remembered Red Skull. So, you yeah. know, how can I, how can I be upset? But also, let's be real. Everything that um, Jarvis has said up until this point. So wait, I have a question. Is Jarvis mm -hmm. Vision? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so everything. Yes, yes and no. Yes, but yes. Yes and. He's okay. like the basis for him. It's like, is okay. a, is a. Is a question, is a caterpillar a butterfly? <laughs> Metamorphosis, my friend. Okay. Um, uh, cast. Cast in this, a lot wait, of returning wait, wait, faces. Wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait. Back it up, back it up, back it up, back beep. Okay. Everything Jarvis said is up until this point has been like very like scientific, sir. And now everything he says is a damn TED talk. And I'm like, all right, he's a <laughs> sentient being. Okay, now you could talk about the damn cast. When they no, it's like when a computer is a computer versus you put a computer in a human, and it's like, yo, what, what makes him human? Blah, 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 blah. I have childhood uh, trauma. Cast, cast is largely uh, not a ton of new people, a lot of returning faces. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, John Cheadle, uh, Kobe Smolders. Uh, <laughs> she's here again. Samuel L. Jackson, uh, little cameo appearances from people like Idris Elba, uh, selling they, like, they beefed this. They beefed this up and packed them in they there like sardines. Up. And I was yes, they like, it, it just didn't need to be that much for me. Like it was very much like a haha. We can put this person into this little cameo scene. See, <laughs> from it that other movie. It is interesting because I think that this definitely feels super overstuffed where the first Avengers movie it's you got like five characters that you got to kind of bring together. That's a little easier. This one, they're adding a few more. They're adding the side characters. Yeah. Um, so it gets a little stuff, but it's interesting because I think that it gets bigger, like the, like the next Avengers movie, which will be in like seven movies or something like that. Like that's even more. So it's, uh, they bring the Guardians of the Galaxy in. They bring oh. they bring like Doctor Strange in. They bring Black Panther in, and so it's just like oh, so it's big, but it feels way more Genuine? better than how they okay. did this movie. Like way Good. less of a. a What's sort the next of Avengers movie called? The next Avengers movie is called Avengers: Infinity War. Did people like that one? Yes, okay. I Good. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, but yeah, if, the, if if there's nothing more to say, sort of in well, we had a couple newcomers to the cast. We had Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen as the twins, Pietro and Wanda Maximoff, and then we had our villain turn by James Spader as Ultron. And other than that, pretty much we know everybody else. I I didn't realize that Elizabeth Olsen was like this. I guess early on in the Marvel movies, I thought I wasn't gonna mm -hmm. see her until like ten movies from now. So for, that a, was fun. for a hot minute, yeah. No, she's here. She's a witch. 
and she's, she's got, a witch. She's got powers that are like, okay, I guess she can do that now. Um. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was very, uh, when she did the thing with her fingers and the witchy stuff, I was like, oh, I've seen witch witches before. I've seen witches <laughs> doing that magic. They even and have, just... like, when, when she first shows up, like, a scene where she, like, creepy walks backwards yeah, like, through a door, yeah. and it's just yeah. like, ooh, cool. Well, she's got powers. <laughs> Uh, if that's it, do you want to just uh, kind of Let's dive into the jump plot? jump into the Let's plot. Jump into the plot. Because All it right. A million, it was a million years long, this movie, so yeah, we should get to a, it. It is a, it, <laughs> a million years of things happening. And let in me just the... say that I already sure. forget everything that happened, so Great. <laughs> Proceed. Perfect. We watched this two days ago, and <laughs> here we go. In the Eastern European country of Sokovia, the not Avengers. Real. Not real. Not a, not a real place. This is the... <laughs> the the first of a couple not a real places that we'll get in in these movies in the eastern european country of sokovia the avengers tony stark steve rogers thor bruce banner natasha romanoff and clint barton raid a hydra facility commanded by baron wolfgang von strucker who has experimented on humans using the scepter previously wielded by Loki. The the first thing that you said was we're just jumping right in because this yeah. this movie begins with uh, pretty much begins with a with a uh, what I think is a solidly impressive single shot kind of thing where it's just them going through the woods and you get each Avenger doing their little punching and their pow pows and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah they're, uh, they're in the middle of something else before they get like the little tap on the shoulder, like, hello, gotta go over here now. But, hey, excuse me, what is the plot of this movie? But they're uh, just like, shush, Wolfgang. we're trying to blow up a thing. Come here, yeah, shush. <laughs> we're busy. Um, Wolfgang von Strucker is not Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, who is not Wolf, Wolfman. Wolfman Jack. What? what? Wolverine. Wolverine. I got to <laughs> take callback. the out of there. <laughs> Great callback to episode one. <laughs> Clint Barton, can we just get on board? That is Hawkboy. And I, I can Hawk never Boy, yeah. remember his name. There were. This was probably my favorite part of watching this with you was about <laughs> 20 minutes in. You were like, wait, wait, who's Barton? And I was like, oh, it's Clint Barton. It's Hawkeye. Hawkboy. <laughs> And you were like, oh, okay. And then they were talking about Clint. And you're like, who the fuck is Clint? Yeah, I just, <laughs> let's get on board here. I just never know. It's like not here. a name that you remember. You and need to not... call him Hawkboy, which is not his name. But that's how Maisie's going to be able to understand <laughs> boop, who this character boop, boop. is. Hi, yes, hello. Is this Marvel? I got a couple of questions. <laughs> Who's Clint? <laughs> who the okay. fuck is Clint? Uh, they meet two of Strucker's test subjects, twins Pietro, who has superhuman speed, and Wanda Maximoff, who has telepathic and kinetic abilities. They apprehend Strucker while Stark retrieves Loki's scepter. They don't mention this in the plot, but Wanda does a little magic thing on Tony's mm. brain and makes Tony see a vision, uh, sort of hallucination, wherein... Uh, the Chitauri army from the the Avengers is gonna reattack, and all of the Avengers are gonna die. So he sees like Captain America's shield is broken in half, and yeah, C. so Rogers she has the says ability. Something like, says something like she he says something like, "You could have saved us. What could have been somebody? Could have been a contender. Could've, you could have <laughs> been a contender, Tony Stark." <laughs> um. 
So she has this ability to make people see like their worst nightmare, basically. Yeah, it's it's a I mean it's a real question because she does like she makes some people see their worst nightmare, but she makes some people relive their past. It's okay. She just she just has there's a there's a line that that Kobe Smolders has where she's talking with Captain America and she's just like, he has enhanced metabolism and can can uh, uh, focus his cells to move super fast. And she, she has a telekinetic, telepathic, introspective, blah, 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 blah. And he just looks at her and she's just like, he's fast, she's weird. And yeah. I think that, that sums it up. Like, don't yeah. think too hard about it. Wanda just has weirdo powers. And, and cool fingers to do the powers. <laughs> cool fingers to do the weirdo powers, precisely. Uh, but yeah, thoughts on this first sort of opening sequence? Yeah, it was a little, it felt a little like thrown together for me, I guess. Um, like mm. a little, uh, it was a little sloppy, but I was glad that we got to see two new characters and I was wondering how we were going to get them onto our side. <laughs> Eventually, as they all do. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen WandaVision before and I thought it was just kind of like television WandaVision. I didn't realize it was like Wanda and Vision. Yeah, I think it's a it's a clever title and you'll see Are they married? Why, and you'll see why in 20 goddamn years. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh so Stark and Banner discover an artificial intelligence within the Scepter's gem and secretly decide to use it to complete Stark's Ultron global defense program. We see early on that Tony has uh, what he calls the Iron Legion, which is just a series of drones that do kind of crowd control stuff. And he talks about how he, you know, the ultimate goal of the Avengers is to not have to fight anymore. And so he wants to create this program that will be, uh, he calls it a suit of armor around the world uh, to sort of protect against the alien threats and his own. Uh, Was the Iron Legion the fairness, like yeah. crew of Iron Mans from Iron Man 3? the same thing? He, I think it's built from that. I think he, okay. he shows that he can remotely sort of pilot a bunch of Ironmans and he's been using them as sort of a global peacekeeping initiative but yeah you know you not everybody likes that not everybody's a fan a lot of Sokovia throwing bottles at these yeah. <laughs> these bad boys I thought this was kind of like this seemed very out of character for Stark and Banner to like think that they could harness this artificial intelligence the gem yeah. thing it felt like, well, this spells danger. They dive into it. You know, no, there's, you're not going to make, you'll be hard pressed to find a piece of sci-fi comic book media where they make artificial intelligence and it's like, oh, everything went great. Yeah, that was a good, <laughs> good decision, guys. Always a good idea to meddle with shit that we have no goddamn idea about. Um. This is a well. They don't talk about it in the Wikipedia, but I want to talk about it. Is my what I think is probably the best scene in the movie, and unfortunately, it comes twenty minutes into a two and a half hour movie. Uh, is the party scene the scene where they're all just at a party and oh, they're yeah. all just they all just have like little segments and stuff of shit that they do. They all try to lift Thor's hammer, and it's cute. I think it's just like a oh, we're relaxed. Like this is nice. This is sort parlor of games. Yeah, Whedon's wheelhouse. If that's if that's a, a, a kind you of mean like what just, Whedon's good at. 
Yeah, it's just kind of quippy dialogue, yeah. sort of back and forth character. And Don Cheadle's story that he keeps trying to tell. Oh. So great. Why do I talk to you guys? And then he tells it again <laughs> to a group of just known characters. They and they up. all laugh. They eat it up. He's like, there we go. War Machine story. <laughs> <laughs> you love Don when they Cheadle. Pull me up, they pull me back in. You love Don Cheadle. And Don do. Cheadle is, is so good in these movies. He's so he good. Just, and he gets just a fun little thing there. Um, we also get our Stan Lee cameo in the mm. party scene where he plays a war veteran who just like tries a horny old of... war veteran. <laughs> He's not horny, but oh wait, no, I I'm thinking can... of uh, I'm thinking of another movie, <laughs> another Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> yeah, we just we just merge them all together. But he he uh, is like, ah, come on, I can drink your your magic. Uh, mega liquor Thor, and then he says his cat his his catchphrase. This is probably something you don't know. His catchphrase throughout years and years of creating comics was Excelsior, and so they're dragging him away, and he just drunkenly just goes Excelsior. That's, <laughs> That's dumb. No, it's cute. Shut All up. Right, I I will, I'll cute keep an good. eye out forward in a future movie. <laughs> Uh, but moving forward, the unexpectedly sentient Ultron. So they make it two days. They just yeah. they they're running tests and and, the, and he's that old a dick. That old trope of all right, well we'll run some more tests, but I'm gonna leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> <And then> immediately, <laughs> things works. go awry. Uh, unexpectedly sentient Ultron, believing he must eradicate humanity to save Earth. Eliminates Stark's AI Jarvis and attacks the Avengers at their headquarters. So this first Ultron scene, where he's is just kind of a sentient voice, and he's just like James Spader. I will say, uh, even though this movie's kind of disappointing, I think James Spader does a good job. Kind of gives it his all in this in this like broodingly evil yeah. sort of. I didn't like that they made him like quippy. I would because I think that James Spader is really good at like being menacing and I will say that one of the major complaints that people had about this movie was that the trailer that they released for it was incredibly serious like it was very dramatic and just like oh this is gonna be Ultron's gonna tear him apart and it's gonna be like a really scary and then in the in the movie it's just like yeah uh uh, clearly you've never had to make an omelet yeah he's on. like kind of an asshole i don't really yeah. like that he's uh like like a dry like it's one thing that he wants to cause global destruction but it's another thing that he's just a dick um, the logic behind it being that i guess tony stark created him so he's kind of starkish oh, in his, oh in okay his, you can keep your enemies rich and your friends rich and see yeah. which one ends up being the enemy and um i think the most horrifying thing is that ultron had teeth i didn't like that oh yeah the when he had teeth you were like ah you showed it you're a robot what are you trying to eat there pal you don't need your canines and your incisors okay uh, before we dive into uh the plot a little bit further i don't know when they're going to bring this up in the wikipedia but yeah, uh, you said something that made me go like, oh, she's not going to like this movie uh, really early on, which was when uh, Hulk, Hulk and Black Widow have a romance oh. in this film. 
and real early on when when she's doing the the they have a little ceremony type thing that they've created to make him de-hulk or whatever and she's doing that to him and 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 she like gives him a look like gives him like a sexy look while he's still the hulk yeah by the way (laughs) she gives him like a ooh yeah while he is a big green monster and you said like ugh, they're not gonna be a thing are they and oh Maisie they try to force the worst fucking thing everyone agrees on this everyone including the people who make the movies going forward because they do not they don't do that they don't they just abandon this they're just like uh oh this never real fucking weird yeah Joss that was a real weird choice uh weird choice yeah I don't I I don't even know I don't think that there's like even a comic book thing where they get together. It just was, it was weird. Like, why'd they do that? Yeah. Because and it I was feel like, like Black Widow, Black Widow as a character that they've done throughout the movies has gone from in Iron Man 2, just kind of sexy and the camera's leering at her. So in the Avengers movie, we get some butt shots. We get butt shots with <laughs> everybody. But they, I feel like she gets a lot of screen time and a lot to do in that movie that makes you kind of like her a little bit more. And then in Winter Soldier, you're like, oh, this is like a full-fledged character. And then in this movie, she's just like, hello, Hulk. Hello. Hi. Oh, Bruce. I love you, Bruce. So that was dumb and that sucked. And I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, what was it? The other movie that I liked because there wasn't like a love interest was probably the first Avengers, I think. I like made yeah. a point to say, like, I like that there isn't. I mean, like, yeah, there was a little bit between Black Widow and Hawkeye, but not, I mean, like, a little bit of like a, oh, we have a past. To, I don't know. Yeah. Um, There's a flirtatiousness. Like, she's an inherently flirty character, but you yeah. can do that without making it like, oh, she has a lover. And then also in Winter Soldier, she spends an entire movie with Captain America, and there's never like a hint. Yeah, of that was another thing. I was like, yeah, it kind of feels like she's on maybe the same like hotness wavelength as Cap. <laughs> and so I would, I would like pay to see that movie. Um, but yeah, it just felt like, especially just like Mark Ruffalo. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you have like the hots for him either as you're Bruce not, Banner or as the Hulk like you're also, not into Ruffy you know like you know like you don't think Mark Ruffalo's like a, like a cute guy I think he's like a cute guy I mean compared but to like, Thor and Captain he's, America yeah, he is are straight you up, he's, he's straight up standing next to Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and you're just like oh hey you fucking nerd yeah also I'll leave it to my mom because her words were best when she was like is he just like two steps behind all the time <laughs> where she was just like oh so he's like the dumb scientist <laughs> I, almost, like, canonically, I almost said like one of the smartest people in this yeah. universe and your mom's like is he some kind of fucking idiot <laughs> is he the dumb one <laughs> I almost looked at you to say do you see where I get it do you see where I get my like movie commentary from is right over oh, there I, I see where you get your love for Jeremy Renner because your mom piped up and described him as <laughs> attractive in an ugly way that was so embarrassing <laughs> and i was just like oh attractive in an ugly way he's Maisie's second favorite to thor <laughs> very good um, i think it's very good 
And then also, I just want to say this before we move on, but the whole like striking up a love interest thing, because it happened in uh, Thor when like this very smart doctor, Natalie Portman, like cannot even get out a sentence when Thor's around. And don't get me wrong, as someone going into the medical field, I also would not be able to keep my cool around a Hemsworth. But it was still like a little bit of like a slap in the face. So no, it is like she's literally a trained assassin you know sex deviant 20 20 years of experience of like being like hardcore trained and just like emotionless and kind of, and she sees fucking mark ruffalo and is just like i'm weak at the knees i yeah. cannot i cannot do nothing okay and also the For, whole sequence yeah. with her ballet shit i was like okay all right whatever we'll, t- we'll talk about that <laughs> Uh, escaping with the scepter, Ultron uses the resources in Strucker's Sokovia base to update his rudimentary body and build an army of robot clones. So he essentially can live through the internet, and uh, the, even though they blow him up in Avengers Tower, he reactivates in the compound from the first scene and starts, you know, building robots and shit. I lived through the internet in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> He gets that way. Uh, having killed Strucker, he recruits the Maximoffs, who hold Stark responsible for their parents' deaths by his company's weapons. So that's, I think that this a, that's a good reason to dislike the Avengers and Tony Stark, that your parents die and the only thing you see waiting for a bomb to go up is the name Tony Stark. Yeah. Hmm. Take him down a peg or two. I'll take that. And we all, this was also the scene where they talk where we get like full fledged Ultron and what Ultron looks like with the teeth and all of yeah, him being well, just like a big old thing. Yeah. And so they talk a lot about arms dealers, and there's a lot of arms dealers in these Marvel movies, including this guy, <laughs> Ulysses, but also wasn't um, my fave guy. What's his name again? Sam Max. Rockwell. Yeah. He was also an arms dealer. Yeah, he would. Yeah, a lot of a lot of charismatic uh, actors dealer. playing arm arm dealer in these movies. Uh, they go to the base of arms dealer Ulysses Claw, played by Andy Serkis in Johannesburg, to get vibranium. Probably my favorite part of watching this movie with you was you being like. I've seen him play a villain in another movie and us, and me trying to be like, oh, well, he was Gollum in Lord <laughs> of the Rings. He was the ape in the Planet of the Apes. And then the answer turned out to be Black Panther, the like the same character. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this guy second. before. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a minute. He's in another one. But it was also he's also in 13 going on 30, which Mark mm-hmm. Ruffalo is also in. We're making connections here that they never wanted us to. <laughs> uh, uh, but this is also we get a, a shout out for Wakanda and and Black Panther like the he steals vibranium and is branded a thief because he stole the vibranium from Wakanda and we get more vibranium jargon about you know the strongest metal on earth it's magnetized it's unbreakable yada 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 he Ultron wants to make a body out of vibranium so that and I can... knew what it was because I had seen Black Panther. Yeah, there you go. And See, I, we're... when uh, when Bruce Banner was like Wakanada, I was like, "It's Wakanda, you idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking moron. So he is like the stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's the stupid guy. The stupid idiot. Go guy. back to seventh grade, Brucey. 
the Avengers attack Ultron and the Maximoffs on the on like the boat, like it's like a shipwreck yard where it's just oh, yeah. like a bunch of boats. Uh, they Fierce. attack him, but Wanda seduces them with haunting visions. So each of the Avengers gets like a little, a little. Each of the Avengers, three of the Avengers. So Thor uh, gets sent to like Asgard where everyone's sort of dying and having a party Idris Elba, and yeah Idris Elba's there and he's just like you'll send us to hell and, you know. yeah. and so that was a little silly and confusing uh um Scarlett Johansson gets sent back goes to ballet to, like, school goes back to ballet <laughs> school no but her like Russian death training squad yeah training where she's just what am I some kind of monster and they tease that there's a ceremony that you have to go through every time yeah and then and Steve, it's just like killing someone yeah um it's it's the uh infertility thing that they mentioned. oh 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 that's that upsetting they... I'm sorry to bring that up <laughs> <laughs> sorry my bad I didn't mean to bring that up <laughs> I didn't mean and to talk about that plot point. Steve Rogers gets sent to like a dance hall yeah. uh, from the 1940s where he sees Haley Atwell wants to have a dance, but everyone's dying or, you know, man out of time. Very yeah. sad. Which is also the tagline for Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. That's the license plate. It says out of time. <laughs> That tagline is where we're going, we don't need roads. Yes, no, see, we don't we're, need Roadie where we're going. Where we're going, we don't need Roadie. And that's <laughs> a lot of the Avengers adventures. They're just like, well, we don't need Roadie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wanda subdues him in the Haunting Visions, uh, but also causes Banner to turn into the Hulk and rampage until Stark stops him with his anti Hulk armor. Huge accent scene. Pretty, pretty. Huge, huge Jackman scene. Hugh Jackman scene. This is the scene with that Hugh Jackman's in. He's in the background. You should you should pause the movie. Do it frame by frame. <laughs> he's singing. Uh, what's that one that he's in the circus movie? Anyways, okay. This is uh, the greatest show. Yeah, the greatest showman. There we go. This is the greatest show I've ever seen. I love a a really accurate uh Casey Barnum. What a great. Uh, what a what a great man, P.T. Barnum. Great guy. Never did anything wrong. Don't look up anything about him. Just watch The Greatest Showman. It's a cute. Just musical. watch uh, it. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's. Uh, Wait, what was the anti-Hulk armor? I don't remember that. Uh, it's like the big. Uh, he calls it Veronica, but it's like the thing that shoots off from space, and it makes it's just big old Iron Man. It's oh, is it like the wide? It's the wide Iron Man. The wide, wide Iron Man, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he, so Hulk fights Wide Iron Man <laughs> in, uh, in some random Africa. So it was a Johannesburg, yes, yeah, Johannesburg. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you and think? And then of this? Ulysses loses an arm. Yeah, he cuts, he cuts Claw's arm off. <laughs> but uh, what do you think of the Hulk fight in Johannesburg? I forget it. To be honest with you, <laughs> this I thought this was like a really cool scene, like where where Iron Man, where it's like the contingencies of what if the Hulk goes nuts, you know, none of the Avengers can oh, take. Oh yes, Hulk. yeah, like so, no one can get to him. Yeah, and he's just like, I mean, yeah, it just felt like a toddler tantrum, terrible two kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> terrible it was twos. A, Hulk was going through the terrible twos. Yeah, caused by Wanda Maximoff and. 
Yeah, I don't know. This is a big, big action sequence. He just punches him through buildings. It's a, it's a one of those collateral damage things. They do this in a lot of superhero movies where there's collateral damage and they don't fucking talk about it. Like they'll yeah. show people going through buildings and buildings falling down. And you're like, like oh, who's so like a pay thousand, for that? a thousand people just fucking died. Yeah. So what, what, what are we talking about there? And this, I think this does a good job of being like, yo, fucking chill. Hulk chill yo like there's a lot of people yeah he lets a lot of people out of an elevator and then he throws the elevator at him oh yeah like okay whole, yes i remember now like but i think i might have been getting thing. a slice of pizza during this <laughs> really exciting there's people dying in johannesburg the hulk is fighting an anti-hulk armor iron man uh, i think i need a slice this is a pretty good buckwheat crust i don't know <laughs> You had the saddest little pizza I've ever seen. It my was whole horrible. It life. was like the size of my you, face. Gluten-free pizza. That's like <laughs> it, it like bad. it looks like Chuck E. Cheese, I you was, know, frozen pizza. I I was excited because I got the same size box as everyone else, but when I opened it, it was like <laughs> so a shrinky tiny. dink. <laughs> that's the problem. You didn't put your gluten-free pizza in water. Oh yeah, that's right. I should have. <laughs> it would have got. It, it would have been a real big pizza. <laughs> My bad. Okay. A, moving on. A worldwide backlash over the resulting destruction and the fears Wanda's hallucinations incited send the team into hiding at Barton's farmhouse. So they're going to a safe house and they're just like, oh, it's a safe house. And they walk in and wouldn't you know, Clint Barton, who's uh, just for your edification, that's Hawkeye. <laughs> Shut up. Jerry Renner, that's Hawkboy. He he has a family. He's married to to Linda, to Linda Cardellini, and he's got a couple of little kids, and she's pregnant with a third, and they just live on a farm. Somewhere. And there's like Legos, and there's the kids' paintings. Yeah, I think I I, I this was kind of surprising to me, and I yeah. honestly thought that they were setting it up for him to very cruelly die, and they kind of do that later. They do like kind of a a, a fake out of him maybe dying, but. Yeah, it was just like, hey, hey, I know you that Hawkeye's just the bow and arrow person and nobody gives a single fuck about the bow and arrow person. And it's weird that the bow and arrow person is even here when there's Thor. And it's weird that he is now a family and he lives on a lovely farm. He is a family, he's a lovely farm. They just ask the Avengers to do chores around the house. (laughs) I would have loved like a big old montage of like Natasha making dinner, Thor having to do the dishes. Like, <laughs> I would have loved that. I will not be doing the dishes. I am, a, I am, I am Odin's son. Do, do your part, buddy. Come on. Yeah, or like Bruce Banner helping the kids with science homework or something. Give me a 90-minute movie, full movie of the them The Babysitter's 3. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America has to, has to help with history homework. <laughs> That would have been very cute. Uh, Thor departs to consult with Dr. Eric Selvig. Stellar skateboard on the apocalyptic future he saw in his hallucinations. So this is a little... This is a little confusing. It it talks about it a little later, but he just flies off and he meets with Selvig and he's just like, I saw something in my vision and I must... I must away to learn more. I cannot learn anything at fucking Hawk Boy's farm <laughs> farmhouse. They don't, ha- they don't even have Wi-Fi. 
There's no Wi-Fi. That's actually probably right? it's so safe. It's probably so safe they don't have Wi-Fi because Ultron can't get there because he exists in the internet. He exists in the internet. That's another thing is anywhere they go, isn't he watching them? Like, can't he just, I don't know. It's, yeah. uh, they limit his powers in a, in, in a couple ways just for the for the sake of the plot yeah well also for the rest of this movie thor is like in some random pool where eric selvig is like nearby and i just yep. my brain shut off because i was like i can't think of all of these have you ever seen love actually yes i've seen love actually you know how they have like seven different plot lines that all come together at the end and you kind of yes. see like slowly how they all start to weave yes. together Yes. This this part where like Thor and Selvig are having their own thing like never wove in for me. It doesn't and I was weave like, back in. He has like two lines where he's just like, "I saw the thing, and don't worry, this is for m later movies." <laughs> like, yeah, it really is. Uh, we'll talk about that. that. That comes up a little later in the Wikipedia. But uh, Nick Fury arrives and encourages the team to form a plan to stop Ultron. Like, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you guys need to work together. You guys got to figure this out. Thanks. I'm you standing know. here in my casual Samuel L. Jackson cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. Everyone had their, like, casual casual uh, joggers on at the family home. Relax. Yeah. Relax. Tony, athleisure Tony wear. Stark's playing darts and Hawkeye gets a bullseye from across the room. <laughs> and he has a dang archery like target in the garage. You were mad at that. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit he does. He's the archer man. <laughs> yeah, and I have, you know, a badminton court. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I've got a baseball glove from when I was five. All right? oh, that doesn't mean I... Doesn't mean I'm the I'm baseball boy. Don't you know? call me Yogi freaking Barra. <laughs> uh, in Seoul, South Korea, Ultron uses Loki's scepter to enslave the team's friend Helen Cho, and they use her synthetic tissue technology, vibranium, and the scepter's gem to craft a new body. Is it time? Oh, I like wish I looked this up more than I did because I but did it. Still, it's not. It's we'll do it. It's time for our favorite segment of the podcast. Is, is this, this medically come out, Maisie? Possible. I thought this was like a. Uh, what's it called a 3d printer and it kind of seemed like that and i feel like it there's like, like it, but yeah i feel like there's like a not false uh i feel like this something like this is kind of in the works with like stem cell research yeah and stuff. it's sort of building and creating cells essentially this was early on in the film hawkeye gets shot in the first one and then they go to heal him and he's using this like machine that yeah. Helen Cho is talking about and it's just like she's literally creating cells they don't know that they're uh what was the what's the science where they use like a crim a alcrim yeah. oh god I feel like a fucking idiot but they use the science word they're just like it doesn't know it's binding with sil silica simulica I don't fucking know anything wait I wrote this down where did my notebook go Please. This kind of also reminded me a little bit of like skin grafting, but that's taking skin either like from yourself or like a cadaver and like mapping it onto the area in hopes okay. that your body will accept it I'm as its Lord and Savior. <laughs> I'm pulling up the scene right now. 
there's no possibility of deterioration. The nanomolecular functionality is instantaneous. His cells don't know they're bonding with simulacra. What is, it? is that? Do you know that word? Simulacra. She's creating tissues. She's creating tissues. She's crying. Okay, the first thing that comes up is sim uh, Simulaka is an upcoming influencer that's been found dead. I don't know about that. Oh my god. Simulacra is a video game series. Uh, a philosophical treatise by the sociologist Jean Boudrillard. God, is this like, is this another Vita Rays thing where I just went through and looked up on the video player and it's going to be some fucking bullshit that they just made up for the movie? Oh, God oh, damn it. Okay. Simulacrum is a representation or imitation of a person or thing. They don't know that they're binding with a copy of himself. Oh, but, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I thought it was a science word. Me so, too. in conclusion, we're a couple of dumbass Bruce Banners over here. <laughs> we're two steps behind. We don't two know what way's behind. up. But it's like, uh, yeah, I, I, it does look like it kind of operates functionally the same as like a, a, a 3D printer. So I guess it's like it's a 3D printer grafting. stem cell skin grafting. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, she's creating tissue is a line yeah. that Bruce Banner so maybe has. Like, it's like, okay. And I don't know how soon something like that could could work ever, really. So, so like if so if a shark, let's say, if a shark, if a big old, big old bad bad shark takes a big chomp out of my side, shark. takes a big old chomp out of my side in say 25 years this happens, am I gonna be able to go to Dr. Helen Cho and be like, hey, uh, I need you to print me patch me a up baby side patch me up make me what i was and you can't tell the difference well did the shark take any of your vital organs no okay uh <laughs> let's say no because i bet you can't just grow a vital organ i think you'd have to replace it um I can think you grow that, vital like, organs what's the organ that can regenerate is it the liver that can do that maybe Oh, uh, that's the tail of I told, certain lizards. I uh, yeah, the tail. This is upsetting because some of the doctors at work I told to listen to this, and they're gonna be like, ah, "What an idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, regenerates like, the thing that regenerate. I feel like they. Uh, what's that thing where you like you you would sew your arm onto your side so that like the blood flow continues there? I don't know if that's a thing or not. I, I saw don't that know what that's called, but that's horrifying. Did, like do, you think, do you think do you think Ulysses Claw should have done that? Probably. No. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Another failed edition of Is This Medically Possible? <laughs> uh, as Ultron uploads himself into the body, Wanda is able to read his mind, discovering his plan for human extinction. The his true intentions are evil. Oh. You don't say. Which how, like, I don't know. I get that they were kind of blinded by the but state also, for the Avengers, but this big robot guy is like, I'm trying to create a body and purify Earth's problems. You and sound you're just a little be bit like, like a Matthew McConaughey. What? <laughs> I thought it was, uh, I, thought, I thought it was veering into Shatner. Shatner, <laughs> Shatner and Spader have that same kind of like, I'm going to pause every oh, yeah. once in a while. I'm going to pause. You know, Emphasize. You got you to read my mind because you never know what 
is going on? That's my Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> hey, oh God, Matthew McConaughey is Ultron. That would have been a very different movie. Yeah, uh, and I would have loved right, it a lot more. All right, all right, we're gonna take over the world now, aren't we? <laughs> Wanna global I'm destruction? Drop, I'm global destruction. Got to drop a meteor. Get a Cobia. <laughs> Sick these max oh these max moths on my side. Okay. All um, right, all right, all right. I will all right, wait, go how on is Wanda for an hour. able to read his mind when he doesn't have a mind? Well, he does have a mind he because he's creating with the mind. So the gem that he pulls from that is the mind stone. It's one of oh, the infinity stones. Okay. And so essentially what that is is it's 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 sciencey wiency comic book comic book. Uh it's 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 a means of creating like thought so it's like okay. magically that's why the ai is good now when they make it later in the movie is that it's it now has a mind it has like something human something a little bit um i don't know a bit more tangible than just a robot man i don't know i think that that it's the sciencey wincey comic okay. aspect of it of her being like i can feel this i know that this is a sentient being it's not just you know you're an ultron um can we go over all of the stones at the end of this the ones that we found all the horror absolutely okay. absolutely we can uh as ultra wait, 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 wait. rogers romanoff and barton fight ultron and retrieve the synthetic body it's like a, f a fight sequence in soul where he's on a truck and Captain yeah, America. That was there's cool. a there's a great little moment in that fight where Captain America has Ultron in a headlock, and you're just like, buddy. What yeah, you... like how is that gonna help you? <laughs> we need to cut off the flow from his windpipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Block the carotid artery. But Ultron captures Romanoff at the end of this fight. So they get the cradle, so they get the synthetic body that he's building. They send it over to Tony Stark, but at the last second, uh, one of the Ultron drone things snatches Natasha and they and brings her into a captured place facility. Damsel in distress. We the love quiet the, place. the degeneration of Scarlett Johansson's character in this movie. I also want to bring up because they have they have a scene when they're at the compound where Natasha and Bruce talk and they're just like and Bruce is Bruce is very reasonable Bruce is just like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like yeah. why are you trying to make why this? do you we're like both, like we're I'm like an incredibly volatile I can't have like a normal life and this is I think the most disgusting part of this movie where she confesses that she's infertile that they a part of the ceremony of becoming a uh, uh, evil Russian assassin was that they took out your uterus and that you, don't, you can't have babies. Out. They yanked their you. They yanked out your you. <laughs> yanked the you. It's they did some Stop classic. The steel, yank the you. <laughs> yank the you. Yanking that you. You yanking with <laughs> Natasha Romanoff. <laughs> uh, but she essentially implies that because she's infertile and she can't have children, she is equally a monster as hulk is and i remember sitting in the theater and just being like what the fuck like yeah. is that 
Is that how Joss? That's like like a little clue into Joss Whedon being a creepy, you know, misogynist asshole. Is that he genuinely was just like, oh, how do we make Natasha Maybe. feel like she's the same in terms of suffering as the Hulk? Oh, she can't have babies. The one that, thing that makes what her I, a woman. The one thing that makes ladies gotta be. That's what you gotta do. You gotta make a <laughs> fucking baby. I'm Joss Whedon. I'm Joss Whedon. You gotta make I'm a Joss baby. Whedon. <laughs> I can get the Hulk is just as bad as Black Widow because Black Widow can have babies. Well, it's gonna yank her out. She got a ute yank. That's the same as being a big red monster. I'm just weed. I'm not allowed near a film set anymore. Okay. <laughs> is that I thought real? that was gross. We didn't. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's being hired for shit anymore. Okay. I think that that was real. Good. <laughs> I Left creepy man. I just mean. Uh, we get yeah, we gotta move on. Uh, but the Avengers fight amongst themselves when Stark and Banner secretly upload Jarvis, who is still working after hiding from Ultron inside the internet. <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, into the synthetic body. Uh, so. Yeah, you kind of see a little fracture happening here. I think that it's kind of it's very reasonable of Captain America and the Maximoffs to be like, "Hey, so remember when you did this an hour ago, <laughs> and you made fucking Ultron?" Yeah. How about we talk about this? I also thought, like, basically when they first introduced Ultron, I thought Ultron fucking destroyed Jarvis. So, because I turned to you and you were like, yeah, Jarvis is dead. So I was like, okay. Well, I, want, I didn't, I didn't want to be You want to like, give it away. No, no, I don't want to give it away. But he, like, the remnants of him were still yeah. defending. There's a, there's a kind of confusing thing that I had forgotten about where Iron Man goes to the, uh, like, the Oslo hub of where the internet oh, exists. Yeah. And he's just like sitting in a room. And he's like, "Um, you get heck no nuclear codes." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, but there were just a couple lines that were just like, "Oh, he's trying to hack the nuclear codes, but something's stopping him." And it's like, yeah. "Oh, we have an ally," and that ally was the remains of Jarvis, just kind of naturally, ah, you know. Okay, I didn't. Ultron I didn't put that together. Ultron. But I also I had forgotten either. That, I had totally uh, forgotten about it. I also Hulk fights forgot. Iron Man. <laughs> what? You also forgot that the, the entire Hulk versus Iron Man fight. Oh, yeah. And I also forgot that Samuel Jackson baked his own death because I thought he was dead. <laughs> yeah, you were like, wait a minute, is he dead? Like, you sh you gasped when he showed up because yeah. you were like, he's alive! And, I was and like, then no, I no, forgot he's... the whole, like, <laughs> the whole scene of the... I walk in the Valley of the Shepherd, man. Yeah, come on. I've been doing that this whole time. After the Righteous Man. Oh, okay. I'm still gonna say it my way. <laughs> no, yeah, that that's a different part of the speech. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're, 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 <laughs> wasn't a criticism. <laughs> uh, Thor returns to help activate the body based on his vision that the gem on his brow is the Mind Stone, one of the six Infinity Stones, the most powerful objects in existence. So Thor goes off and goes to a pool in a cave that he's just like, there is a water reflection in every realm about the things. And if the spirits accept me, they will return me to my vision. And I was, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know. This, out. That was clocking yeah. out here. But he sees like a, he gets lightning shocked in the water 
he gets his yeah. big old shirtless scene. You gotta have that. Yes, he does. I feel like they wrote this whole. They were like, all right, well, he's got to return to his vision. How's he gonna do it? It's just like, oh, well, he could probably you know go back to Asgard and like uh, sit in a thing or like talk to his father. And they're just like, no, he's gonna take his shirt off. And he's gonna go in a pool. He's gonna, get, gonna get all get He's gonna get all wet and electricy. Oh, <laughs> all right. But Josh. he sees a vision. He's, he sees. They do show us all the Infinity Stones that we've seen so far. So if you want to talk about it right now, yeah. Can um, we do that? I don't know. I don't forget. I don't remember any of them. The first one is the Tesseract from the Avengers, which uh, Loki's using to build up portals and stuff like that. That's one of the Infinity Stones. I believe it's the Space Stone. Um, the Ether in Thor 2, the stuff, the the, the like red goo stuff that uh, goes inside Natalie Portman and that the Dark Elves are trying to get, that's another Infinity Stone. Oh, I miss the Dark Elves, okay. You do? <laughs> no one's ever said that before. <laughs> Not a single person in existence has ever said that. Uh, and then the other, the two other ones that we've seen were in Guardians of the Galaxy. The, the whole conceit is around the Power Stone, uh, which Ronan, is, it's purple, and Ronan's trying to use it to destroy yeah. stuff. And then the Mind Stone was in Loki's scepter uh, and is now in Vision's forehead. Wait, so there's only four? There's only been four revealed so far. There are six total. Okay, so Tesseract, Ether, Power Stone, Mind Stone. Good shit, yeah. Great. The four it's... genders. <laughs> I identify as Ether. Uh... <laughs> My pronouns are Power and Stone, pal. Okay. Everyone keeps spelling Ether with just the E. No, I am a Ether. <laughs> I'm Ether with four X's in it. Okay. <laughs> The... Is that offensive? I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that to be offensive. No, we're on we're on their side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this vision, so uh, he activates the body. The, this vision, so they name him essentially after that he is a vision of the future or whatever. His name is Vision. Uh, this vision earns their trust by being worthy of lifting Thor's hammer Mjolnir. I loved that. I that loved that. Which, which I, because they had that scene earlier in the movie, which I, I think the best scene in this movie is them all trying to lift yeah. the hammer and just, and Steve lifts it like a little bit. Yeah. Steve like, Steve like moves it and Thor's just like, wait a minute. No, no, no. All good. All good. No one's worthy. <laughs> Steve, I know you're good at heart, but you're not fully, you know, good at heart worthy. And then Vision is just so pure yeah. and good that he's just like, Come on, let's go, gang. Yeah, I thought that was really, I thought that was a very lovely scene. Very lovely scene. We love these lovely scenes. We love the lovely scenes. Vision and the Maximoffs go with the Avengers to Sokovia, where Ultron has used the remaining vibranium to build a machine to lift a large part of the capital city skyward, intending to crash it into the ground to cause global extinction. What do we think of the plan? A little meteor... Meteor death plan? Yeah, I was like, uh, this one was hard for me to glob onto because I was like, I don't know. I thought it was just dumb. Sure. Why didn't Why didn't he just like build up a whole like sphere of Iron Iron Man Legion bodies and just like chuck it at the Earth? Why would you have to well, lift uh, up an entire city? Uh, I think he's trying to be philosophical. Philosoph Philosophical. <laughs> philosophical. Oh boy, <laughs> it's trying to be philosophical, falafelful. 
he's just wants a falafel. He's trying to be philosophical, I think. He's he's and also he wants I think a falafel main... in a world full of shawarma. Okay. <laughs> this is I think the real answer is that if he had done that, then he would have won and destroyed the world, and then these movie series would have been over. Yeah, okay. That's the that's the truest answer. That's that the easy <laughs> that's the easy way out. I got it. Yeah. Uh yep. Banner rescues Romanoff, who awakens the Hulk for the battle. She like kisses him and then pushes him off a cliff. <laughs> Dumb. 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 We keep hate it going. The Hulk. Keep it moving. We hate the Hulk and Romanoff. The Avengers fight Ultron's army, while Fury arrives in a helicarrier with Maria Hill, James Rhodes, and Shield agents to evacuate civilians. I thought this was moment. kind of an easy, easy way out. To be honest. With oh, you. for sure. Oh, without a like, doubt like very like okay so the avengers aren't gonna save the day shield's gonna save the day yeah and we, i would i would complain about it but we got we got a couple we got a couple things of, of roadie yeah we got yes. roadie in the final battle so i can't be too bad yeah roadie roadie i'm always happy to see roadie always happy to see Romy. but maria hill can get the fuck off my tv screen okay <laughs> I loved Rhodey's just flying around. He's just like, yeah, get some. I'm world a war machine. Hey, everybody. <laughs> now I get a story. Now I get to have a fun story to tell. Oh, wait. Also, um, Captain America's pal from the Captain America movie, uh, Eagle Eye. What's his name? Eagle Eye. Oh, that's so good. That'd be a much better name. Falcon. Falcon. He was at the party, wasn't he? He was at the party. But and then we never see him again. Uh, he shows up in that last moment when okay. the new the new with the new Avengers, but uh, but yeah, he they do just kind of be like, hey, he literally in the party scene is just like, hey, if I knew it was gonna be a firefight, I would you know I would have come with and stand and and Cap's like, yeah, we 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 definitely gotta invite you on the next one. You'd be an asset to the team. And then they're like, okay, so Ultron is fighting against Sokovia. We need all hands on deck. Just the five of us. I don't think the five <laughs> of us can take care of this. <laughs> uh, we got this, you guys. We got this. We got this, gang. Come on, gang. Um, yeah, I mean, they don't really go into much detail. This is just, just the big uh, end of the movie, 40-minute long action sequence where they're all just punching robots. Um, I don't really... Like, in the first Avengers movie and in, like, Infinity War and Endgame, I have, like moments that i remember from the big huge action sequence where i'm like oh i love this little moment or oh i love this little moment and in this one i got nothing man i don't i, I yeah. mean it really is just kind of uh, it's everybody's just doing the punches and the and the and the saving the civilians and the i don't know it just feels kind of generic and yeah there wasn't much um, there wasn't much of that like joss whedon quippy like sarcasm or or like any fun one-liners when i usually kind of see that a lot in the action yeah sequences. you get to kind of pull it pulls you out of it a little bit yeah but, but this one they just kind of jump for it or i think there were a lot of quippy things they're just not memorable or they're not good. yeah i liked the only thing that i can really remember is when hawkeye is in is with wanda in like hiding out in a little house mm -hmm. and he's just like this, uh, the city's flying. There's killer robots everywhere. 
and I have a bow and arrow. None of <laughs> yeah. this makes sense. None of this makes sense. But you gotta be an Avenger, lady. Come on, get your shit together. I'm gonna go out there and try to shoot some goons. And here I am being like, yeah, get a better weapon. Oh, also, but um, <laughs> Wanda's brother has like the big old, like, Wanda's brother tries to save everyone and is a martyr. Yeah, he has a he has his uh, his big hero moment. Uh, Pietro Maximoff. Uh, he is his comic book name is Quicksilver. Uh, oh, cool! They, they never mentioned that in here. But, Roxy yeah. and Quicksilver. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Pietro dies when he shields Barton from gunfire, and a vengeful Wanda abandons her post to destroy Ultron's primary body, which allows one of his drones to activate the machine. I have a question. So, yes, please. Does the fact that there's a primary body insinuate that ultron will return in the secondary body no ultron's okay. dead end of this movie and i'm not even saying that for to try and not spoil you okay. in the future ultron's okay gone. It, it was less of a i think the prevailing line from comic book fans after this movie came out was it was more like a weekend of ultron i don't know if yeah. age is the right <laughs> Yeah, it was more like we were we were spooked by this guy for a couple days. And yeah, now Ultron's fine. day off. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> weekend at Ultron's. Uh, <laughs> the city plummets, but Stark and Thor overload the machine and shatter the landmass. In the aftermath, the Hulk, unwilling to endanger Romanoff by being with her, oh, he's just <laughs> so it's just too much. He departs in a Quinjet while Vision confronts and destroys Ultron's last ah, yes. body. The Battle of he the Minds. He gets a fun little line where they're just like, you're unbearably naive. And he's like, well, I was born yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, uh, do I clap? I don't yeah. fucking. Ah, right. But then he just That's has fine. like some such eloquence when he's like, we must face these humans with grace because they are infallible and and ruled by the by the trauma of their of their lives or something yeah there is grace in their failures yeah yeah yeah. you do not see that ultron for you are a stupid robot (laughs) i feel like i've had a friend or two quote that on an instagram post about like a life-changing moment in their lives just like (laughs) just like my life is changing you know who gets me Vision. Vision. <laughs> There's grace in my failure. There is grace in there. Better fuck. There better be grace in my failure. Because grace in my failure is my favorite porno of all time. Grace in my oh, <laughs> oh amazing. Can you edit that oh. out, please? No, I won't. You know I won't. I'm gonna okay. use it as the clip for this. <laughs> Fine. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's Ultron. That was the end of Ultron. Uh, I feel like we didn't really even talk about Ultron all that much. But um, what do you think of, I guess, James Spader, Ultron, the, the the whole shebang story? I don't know. I Good. I think com- comic book fans were disappointed by this. The Ultron in the comics is a, is not quippy, and he's like he's like a truly like one of the scariest and hardest villains yeah. for the Avengers to be. And it seemed like that- a you know weekend at Ultron's. I think that um, I like the idea of Ultron as a villain, but I think what didn't land for me was the fact that he was like all of a sudden uh, evil rather than like having a bit of the movie dedicated to like him starting off as 
like a good guy and then getting evil. Yeah. Evil. Like if there was like a like if he was the Iron Legion to start and then they like tried to enhance him a bit with yeah. the Mind Stone or whatever. And then he's just like, no, what I realize is that the <laughs> Avengers are the true villains. <laughs> Oh, I like the way he talks, man. I'm sorry. It's yeah, fun to I talk know like you that. do. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I don't know why I don't talk like that all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna change my cadence of speech to be just like James Spader. Just waiting tables. Just like, what can I get for you? Yeah, it's like if you took the voice that you use when you just wake up in the morning and slowed it down to 0. 0.25 <laughs> speed. He's always he's always thinking. He's, yeah. he's, but he's still talking, even though he's thinking of what to yeah, say. Yeah, he's just buying himself some time. I love that about him. But that's, you know, that's Ultron. That was Ultron. That's Ultron. There's more, there's more, there's more in the Wikipedia, but the, they don't talk about Ultron anymore. But so that big final battle sequence, the big Ultron that gets the, the max of it. What do, you, what, what, what do we summarize? You mean like overall? Yeah. Um, this was a cool way to introduce Wanda and Vision. Uh, Ultron, not like my favorite villain. But it certainly, I think it was like necessary to move the plot forward in a lot of ways. But yeah. that's all I'll say about it. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's not much, m not much to be said. It's pretty basic. I, yeah. I think that I was excited for that. I was really excited. I remember being really excited for this movie because I thought and they were going to take it sucked. into like a darker territory or like kind of really but then it was just like lame this is lame yeah this is kind of yeah. lame later with the avengers having established a new base run by fury hill cho and selvig thor returns to asgard to learn more about the forces he suspects to have manipulated major events as stark leaves and barton retires the retirement of barton uh, i would retire guy? too who is who is Hawkeye? The retirement of Clint Hawkeye. Barton, Hawkeye, Hawkboy, Hawkeye. Oh, <laughs> we keep we're getting so far away. I like Hawkeye. It's a wonder. You, it's a wonder you can't remember his name when we keep inventing new nicknames for him every week. Um, as Starkleys and Barton retires, Rogers and Romanoff prepare to train the new Avengers, which is Rhodey, Vision, Sam Wilson, uh, who is uh, the Falcon, and Wanda Maximoff. Uh, he, the movie ends with him saying Avengers and then it cut to black because yeah. uh, Avengers Assemble was a name of the comics it was a thing that Captain America said a bunch of the comics and I think that that was a dick move by Joss Whedon to just be like I know you all want him to say it I know all you fucking nerds want him to say it directed by Joss Whedon yeah 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 so okay so people didn't really like this movie. I want to know two things. I want to know how sure. it lined up with the comics. Oh, wait, no, I want to know three things. How it lined up sure. with the comics, how it did at the box office, um, and what is our next movie? Sure. Uh, how it lined up with the comics, I think people were disappointed. The people, people said that it was weekend at Ultron's, and I would agree with that. Ultron is like a major villain in the, oh. in the Marvel comics. He's like one of the big ones that is like really hard to beat. And there's a couple great Ultron comics um, where he's just menacing. He's not like making little fucking jokes every five yeah. minutes, and he's just genuinely something that's. Uh, harsh you know uh, hard and harsh so i think that people were disappointed on that front 
Um, P- uh, comic book fans were excited to see a couple of things. I mean, Wanda and Pietro uh, were really cool to see on screen. The 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 Hulkbuster armor is what it's called. Uh, so being able to see that was cool. But yeah, for the most part, I think that people were just largely disappointed by this because not necessarily because it sucks, but it's because comparatively speaking, it's just nowhere close to how fun and how well put together and structured that first Avengers movie was. So yeah. uh, Measures Age of Ultron had a budget of about $200 million and it grossed uh, a worldwide total of $1.4 billion. That's a, uh, that's a, which, that was a lot of money back then. It became the fifth highest grossing film of all time and the fourth highest grossing film. It was only the fourth highest grossing film of 2015. What the fuck? What else came out that year? What the what the fuck? Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Jurassic World, Fast and Furious 7, and then Avengers Age of Ultron. Damn, Fast and Furious 7. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no. I think those are better movies. I've never care. seen any of the Fast and Furious. So fun! Oh, we got season two, baby. We got season two <laughs> coming the around the bend. The marvelous Miss Toretto, Dominic Toretto. Uh, <laughs> the marvelous, the Vin marvelous Diesel. Mrs. Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it destroyed. It, you know, it it, it 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 like all these movies. It boom 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 at the box office everyone's going to see it because i don't know that it sucks and is disappointing (laughs) before i walk in and see it so i can't can't do at least you didn't see it four times at midnight in paris or whatever you did with that other one i saw it yeah i saw it it, (laughs) i saw it four times in paris uh yeah i mean uh that's but that's the Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, generalized thoughts of the movie. Uh, we didn't talk about uh, in a mid credit scene, Thanos, dissatisfied by the failures of his pawns, dons a gauntlet and vows to retrieve the Infinity Stones himself. So he puts on his big old glove and he's just like, fine, I'll do it myself. With Josh and Groban. And that's, that's it. Jo- Josh Groban boys <laughs> again. Fine! <laughs> Dang, dude, I didn't know you had a vibrato. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Titan. <laughs> just see those three bells jingling. That's Avengers Age of Ultron. I don't know anything about this Thanos guy, but y'all seem to love him. I don't get it. I've only ever seen him say, like, two or three extremely cryptic things that I would only imagine that people in theaters just like snicker to themselves and their neighbor about this big purple man. I read comic books when I was 10, so I know it's going to happen. It's like, okay, cool, man. (laughs) Me too. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But next up, our next film in this journey, the 12th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be Ant- man yes oh man i forgot forgot about ant man we got a new origin story we got a we got a new guy coming in uh paul rudd uh paul rudd michael douglas evangeline lily uh carlos pena is that his name did i have i told you michael Michael douglas michael douglas is my doppelganger is he someone told me that i look like him when i smile can you I see don't, it? I don't, I don't see it even a little bit. Okay. 
Uh, Wait, is yes. is the Wasp also in Marvel movies? Yes, the Wasp. The sequel to Ant Man is called Ant Man and the Wasp, and you'll see okay. the Wasp not being the Wasp in the first Ant Man movie. Okay, that's Evangel- and then what about, Evangeline Lilly's character. What about um? What about B movie? <laughs> What about what about B movie? Uh, when when are we getting to that in the yeah? When are we going to get Jerry Seinfeld's B movie? Yeah, Thanos is actually defeated by the B asking him if he if he likes jazz as okay. a distraction. <laughs> Great. All right, I'm I'm excited to see it, man. Paul Rudd coming in doing some goofy shit. It's definitely a smaller movie. It's definitely after this slog fest of just a massive robots clanging into each other this is a bit more of a smaller story (laughs) okay okay little one-off moment oh also before we wrap up i just gotta say that harry styles is gonna be part of marvel now yeah no that was a that's like a that's that's a that's a spoiler uh i i didn't read anything in that article because i didn't want to spoil it very exciting he is apparently in the end credit scene for eternals uh, oh. I won't say who's playing. I did read up on it a little Wait bit. Wait a second. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. The Eternals with like uh, Angelina, Angelina Jolie, Jolie, Sama Hayek. And, that's, uh, an, that's a Marvel Jenny. movie? That's a Marvel movie, yeah. That's Dang. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so since we've started the podcast, two movies have come out and a third is coming out third is coming out and if i do my math correctly a fourth will <laughs> come out before oh we God. before we're done have we even um, done four episodes yet no we have we have okay have what yeah we're up to like 10 movies right yeah yeah this is the 11th episode okay. have we done four episodes <laughs> yet amazing uh, <laughs> we're on 12 we'll, we'll we'll do three times that amount by the next okay episode. i just want to make sure that our timeline is are setting our future self up for success yeah we will probably I, I would i think if we do this you know once a week and we get it off we might be able to watch the spider-man movie in theaters together okay um, when is that the come december i think like uh, okay. christmas time okay, um, cool. oh i love yeah. christmas okay <laughs> <laughs> oh i love christmas we're seeing spider-man it's not <laughs> it's fine with me it is fine with me uh, but yeah, that does it. Hey, it's Maisie, uh, sorry about this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quite a letdown. I do think that this is, this does mark kind of a low point. I think that we, we're going to get some, a couple origin stories, some new characters, uh, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Panther are coming up. And then the team-up movies, like Captain America, Civil War, and Infinity War, those are fun. Those are, okay. those are, those I, I really do like. But no, I'm really looking uh, this forward one's, to this one was is you know if i'm ranking the avengers movies this is squarely in last place this yeah. is pretty easily last place but how many more avengers movies are there so the first one we saw there's this one and then there's avengers infinity war there's avengers infinity war and endgame and i would probably personally count captain america civil war as an avengers movie okay because it's, and then it's also got, thor ragnarok is like the one that everyone loves Thor Ragnarok is the one that everyone loves, and that'll be right before Infinity War. Okay. All right. Cool. Woo! All right, Thank you, Maisie. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you're not subscribed already on iTunes or uh, Spotify, please do that. Leave us a review. Reviews are, I'm I'm reading it up, and reviews are, like, huge for getting 
uh, getting the podcast out there. Gotta have uh, the reviews. So if you have the time and you've been enjoying it, feel free to leave us a review. But otherwise, thank you so much. Amazing. Watch along with us. We're going to watch Ant-Man next week. Don't watch B-Movie. Don't watch The Wasp. Watch, watch. Ant-Man. <laughs> don't watch... Oh, what's that movie? Is it My Girl where he gets killed by bees? That I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, good night, everybody. Have a good good time. night and good luck. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod, and if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624, and Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.